Our thanks to our patrons, Jenna Smith, Dan Hedrick, Troy Llewellyn, Carl Jackson, Kelsey Terrell, Richard Good, Daniel Ammons, Sarah Rogers, Jim Collison, Joanne Ferguson-Cavanaugh, Christine Gerber, Jay Hanna, and Lori Schwartz. The Omaha History Podcast is a volunteer effort, but you can help us meet expenses by becoming a patron for as little as a dollar a month. Go to patreon.com slash Omaha. Welcome to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Each week, Adam takes you on a guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. Dan Desdunes was the man. For more than 20 years, he was the leader of Omaha's powerhouse music scene. He also launched several musicians' careers, volunteered around the community, and was well thought of throughout his life. But even before he got to Omaha, Desdunes made waves ripple in Louisiana. Adam, tell us about Dan Desdunes. Way back in 1870, New Orleans was still living under its influence of being a French province. It was the capital of the French province of Louisiana. Uh, the Louisiana Territory uh, was a gigantic swath of land that France had acquired from Spain. And the, even though that had changed hands more than 60 years earlier, New Orleans maintained its French culture. But among that French culture was the Creole. The Creole were African Americans and black folks of all kinds who had mixed into the French culture and developed their own, developed their own culture, developed their own identity, developed their own communities and practice. They had their own language. They had their own social traditions. And today, when we think of a lot of things of New Orleans, we're actually thinking of the Creole community there. The Creoles were the ones who invented the big band march. They were the ones who really brought in the tradition of Mardi Gras and uh, having a great time with the religion and the other old ways in New Orleans. Daniel F. Desdunes came from a strong Creole family in New Orleans. He was born in 1870, and his father was a man named Randolph Desdunes. Randolph was an author of Creole history. He was the man himself and was the founder of the Comité des Citoyens, or the Citizens Committee, uh, in New Orleans. As the founder of that committee, the elder Desdunes was really he was a he was a community leader and really respected not only among the Creoles but among New Orleans in general, uh, including the white community. So when uh, when Randolph Desdunes sent his son Dan to college, he sent him to a place called Straight University. Straight University, Straight College was a historically black college that operated between 1868 and 1934 in New Orleans. Dan Desdunes went there uh, to study music. He learned to play violin, cornet, trombone, trap drums, and all kinds of uh, different things before he co-founded in New Orleans a band called the Cousin Desdunes Orchestra. And with the Cousin Desdunes Orchestra, Dan Desdunes took wings. He became uh, uh, moderately successful and started traveling around the country uh, in the late 1880s. In late 1891, Dan Desdunes became an early civil rights fighter in the United States of America. Two years before Plessy versus Ferguson came out, 
uh, Danda's Dunes got on a streetcar in New Orleans to challenge segregation. As a member himself of his father's group, the Citizens Committee, this was the first lawsuit that ever challenged segregation laws in the United States because Dan Desdunes was thrown off that streetcar when he got on it because he was black. And the racism and segregation in New Orleans enforced that tradition. And so when the Citizens Committee sued the streetcar company, the judge ended up throwing it, throwing the case out. So Plessy versus Ferguson went ahead as the first ever case to challenge segregation in the United States. In the late 1890s, Dan Desdunes became a uh, member of a band that was a traveling band. They got on the train and went around uh, the southern part of the United States as well as up into the Midwest. And Dan Desdunes himself bought a, tr- a slide trombone and started playing second trombone in Harry Prampin's concert band. So this concert band was riding rails all over the states. Uh, around 1894, Dan Des Dunes was working with a minstrel show associated with this band. Minstrel shows were heinous affairs that used stereotypes and all kinds of negativity in order to misrepresent black people and really make a joke out of them. They were one of the most racist examples of white supremacy in the entertainment industry in the United States and are still echoed today every time blackface is committed. However, in 1904, they were popular entertainment, and Dan Desdunes played in a band that supported a minstrel show. So when that train carrying that band and that minstrel show got to Omaha, the show actually collapsed. It fell apart, and Dan Desdunes got stranded in the city. When he was stranded in Omaha, he had to make the most out of it. And so within a year, he got a job as a janitor in Omaha and then became the manager of a billiards room at the Omaha Chamber of Commerce. Now, when he was at the Omaha Chamber of Commerce, he knew his audience. He knew the people who were coming and going from the billiards room. So he started playing his own instrument to entertain the guests there. Eventually, he became the director of a band for the Omaha Chamber of Commerce. And he joined the Knights of Pythias, which was a a group of African-Americans who were looking to advance the social aspects of black life in Omaha. In 1908, Dan Desdunes took over the leadership of the Omaha Military Band. That's right. He got his own band going. Now, he renamed it immediately, and he called it Dan Desdunes, Omaha's official band. And the Omaha Chamber of Commerce hired him to start traveling around the country, going on official trade trips, going to state fairs, going to county fairs, going on goodwill trips and other events across the entire country to promote Omaha, Nebraska. And Dan Desdunes took on to this like nothing else. He started playing jazz in a time when nobody was playing jazz. He started piping out the music, and his band had 25 and then 50 men playing in it. So the first time that jazz appeared in print was the 1910s. The first time that it showed up in Omaha uh, in print was in the Monitor newspaper in 1917. Dan Desdunes took out an ad that promoted a charity ball for the Dan Desdunes Jazz Orchestra. And eventually, he was recognized as the leader of all black music in Omaha. So he became very important to the city's not just uh, political life, but also cultural life. In 1937, there was a lawyer named Harrison Pinkett, a black lawyer named Harrison Pinkett. And Pinkett wrote a manuscript called uh, Historical Sketch of the Omaha Negro. And in that 
writing, uh, he referred to Dan Desdunes as the father of Negro musicians of Omaha. So that's how important Des, Dan Desdunes became to Omaha. Uh, Desdunes was super busy around the city. He uh, organized a production uh, downtown in, in the Orpheum and appeared himself as a violin soloist in a concert between the Episcopal churches of the city. Later on, he produced a show called The Lady Minstrels, another one called Buster Brown, and his biggest show, which was called Manager Buster Brown. It was all phenomenal. It was all big, and people loved his compositions and his presentations. The press and the public declared what he did to be artistic successes. So Dan Desdunes was at the top of his career by the 1920s. And just really doing great. The Dan Desdunes Band played formal African-American events in North Omaha. They played black parades and pageants. They played at black athletic competitions throughout the community. Dan Desdunes having the opportunity to move back to New Orleans and play with Jelly Roll Morton and Danny Barker and other really famous jazz composers in the beginning of the era. Desdunes came back to Omaha and uh, took on uh, one of his biggest legacies in 1917. He became the founder of the Boys Town Band with Father Flanagan. Father Flanagan asked him to get this going. And from the year that he founded the, the Boys Town Band in 1917 all the way until the year he died, Desdunes was the conductor of the Boys Town Band, uh, the marching band there. Uh, he led them on national tours all across the United States, including New York City, L.A., uh, down in New Orleans, up to Chicago, and they raised money for Boys Town when Boys Town was just getting started. Yeah, they were super successful and had a really great time. Uh, in the 1920s, Paul Whiteman, he was this world-famous conductor, really popular in Europe. Uh, he actually came and conducted the Boys Town Marching Band with Desdune as his co-conductor in the 1920s. So Desdunes was so, so popular and so influential. He started all kinds of different people's careers. But one of them was a man named Simon Harold, who became a world-famous drummer and uh, formed a massively popular band. Desdunes himself, he brought his father up from New Orleans, and he lived at uh, Desdunes' father. He lived with Dan Desdunes until he died in 1928. Their house was actually at on 24th Street in the apartments on the second floor next to the Fair Deal Cafe. Later on, they moved to 25th and Burdett in a house that is still standing, uh, 2516 Burdett today. There's no marker or anything there, but uh, it still existed. Uh, Desdunes became active in Omaha's civil rights movement, so it didn't stop in New Orleans for him. In 1919, he helped Reverend John Williams start the Colored Commercial Club, and this club was a black enterprise organization that acted like a promoter for black business and black jobs in Omaha. Desdunes himself died in 1929. Uh, he was buried at Forest Lawn Cemetery. But the name of his band continued on. Uh, the Dan Desdunes band kept playing for the next 40 years after Desdunes died. In 54, they celebrated their 50th anniversary. They would play at the Dreamland Ballroom. They played and continued playing in parades around North Omaha and really had a lot of influence that went on and on. Today, you can listen to one of Dan Desdunes' compositions. It's called The Happy Feeling Rag, and it's on YouTube. So just go and Google that, or you can check out my article on a biography of Dan Desdunes on NorthOmahaHistory.com for more. But check out this civil rights leader. Check out this Omaha cultural leader. Check out Omaha's most famous black musician, 
Dan Desdunes. And uh, this is a little biography of his life. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for listening to the North Omaha History Podcast with noted author and historian Adam Fletcher Sassy. Join us next week as Adam takes you on another guided tour through Omaha's dynamic past. <laughs>